It was a late Sunday evening when we pulled in front of my mother-in-law's house and I began to take our things into the house. One of those things was my son, Carson. It's not a thing, Carson. You're not a thing. I just want you to know that. But as I began to pull him out of the car seat, I was unaware that I was standing on the top of a red ant hill. If you live in the South, you know that these little creatures are quite ferocious. And by the time I got into the house, they had commenced biting me on my legs. It was excruciating pain. I hate ants. Because of that moment, I just don't like them at all. Don't want anything to do with them. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about kill the ants. Done with them. Over. Right here on the Darren Sargent Leadership Podcast. I'm so glad you've joined us. Let's get started in this episode. Kill the ants. Glad you joined us. Now, I've already mentioned it. I don't like ants. I hate them. Don't want anything to do with them. Not going to invite them into my house. In fact, to try to get rid of them when they show up. And why these little boogers were even created, I'll never know. But they are quite the insect. In fact, they're so important. The Bible even speaks about them and speaks about them in a positive manner. In Proverbs 30, 25, it tells us that the ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat or their food in the summer. And then if you go to Proverbs 6, verse 6, it goes on a little deeper into detail by telling us, go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide, overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. So I thought I would do a little digging, no no pun intended, on this subject of ants. Now, there is a profession. I found this out. There is a profession called myrmecology. It's not a person that studies murmuring. A myrmecologist is somebody that studies ants. Now, I'm probably not going to go back to school for that for that study of myrmecology, but the Bible says that we need to consider the ways of an ant. They truly are amazing creatures, and I think we can gain some wisdom from them by looking at them, by looking at them for just a moment. Now, studies show that there are over 10,000 different species of ants. Oh, it just makes my skin crawl. Ants are strong little boogers. They can lift over 20 times their own body weight. That's stronger than Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. These dudes will make, would make Hulk Hogan look like a nerd with a pocket protector. Ants have been found to build structures 500 times their own height. You know, here, here's something interesting. This, this blew my mind. Ants have two stomachs. How would you like to have that? One of those stomachs is for storing up food to share with others later, and one they keep for themselves. They are so thoughtful. Isn't that nice? But unfortunately, the life expectancy of an ant is only 45 to 60 days. 
Yet these tiny little creatures accomplish a whole lot in their short lifespan. We can learn a lot. Yes, we can from an ant. Have you ever seen a lazy ant? You seen someone just kicking it on the sides while sidelines while his buddies are building everything and bringing in food. Say, what's up? Just chilling with a remote in his hand as he's flipping through the channels. There are no couch potato ants. They are constantly moving. They don't let any moss grow under their feet. They don't quit. You can run over an anthill with a lawnmower. You can kick it in. You can wash it away with a water hose. You can even try to light it on fire. But before you know it, they'll just build it back. It takes a lot to discourage an ant. Ants don't know the meaning of procrastination. They don't They don't wait until the weather turns cold before they start to get things ready. They gather food while it's still hot, and they bring it into their village. And many of those who work hard all day will never eat of the food that they are preparing because they'll die probably before the cold weather comes. But they want to make certain that their families are taken care of, even if they are not around. We can learn from the ant. It only makes sense to make sure that you and I, that our families are taken care of in the future if something should happen to us. That's just plain good common sense. That's stewardship at its highest level. Ants are future-oriented. They are not living in the past or just for the present. They are preparing for what lies ahead. Now, this isn't my main subject, and I'm a, I told you, it's going to be a little twist to this. I'm not saying that we need to go and light all the ant hills on fire. I'm talking about a different kind of ant. There's another species of ants that I really want to discuss in this episode, but before we do, let me preface my remarks with a personal observation that I have, okay? As humans, we are so often worried about what other people think about us. I've met people, and you have too. Maybe you know someone while, I, while you're watching this or listening to this podcast, you're thinking of this as I talk about it. You know people who are constantly concerned every day, every minute about what others think of them. Now, I am convinced that today's fascination with everything social media is causing this issue to probably become something even more concerning. We're going to see even more bad things happen as a result of this. I'm not anti-social media, anti-see what I did there. Just listen for just a moment. People are so infatuated with everything going on in the world If you are getting your daily dose of news from Instagram, from the Instagram posts of people that are apparently living their best life, showing you their highlights of what's going on, you're doing yourself a disservice. Put down the phone. Go outside. Go stand in the sun. Go stand in the rain. Go stand in the snow. I don't care. Go look at the sky. Go ride a bike. Go jump in the creek. Go take a walk off the end of a short plank. Do something. But don't let people's highlights of their lives cause you to think that you are not good enough or you're not able to do what they are showing the world that they're doing. I recently read something while looking at this that I'm going to be talking about for just a moment. So many of us 
And this is this is really what I've come to talk about. There's a species of ant, species, 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 whatever. There's a species of ants that we all need to be very much aware of. They're called the mind-reading ants. Not Aunt B from Mayberry. Not sure she was a mind-reader, even though she seemed to always know what Opie was up to. But ants, mind-reading ants, automatic negative thoughts. If you are constantly concerned with how people perceive you, these little creatures can begin to crawl into your mind. Your mind can become filled with automatic negative thoughts, this species of ant. And if you let it, this ant can get so deep into your brain that you will start to think you know what everyone around you is thinking. You will think that they're all talking about you as they stand around the water cooler or the copy machine in the office. That post that they put on social media had to be about me. Who else could they have been posting about? When you think you know what others are thinking, even though they've not told you, you've not asked them about it. You are feeding your mind-reading ants. You're feeding yourself with these mind-reading ants. There's a doctor by the name of Daniel Amen who came up. I like that last name, Amen. Get it? They came up with a great rule. He called it the 1840-60 rule. And here's what he said about this rule. When you're 18, you worry about what everybody is thinking about you. When you're 40, you really don't give a care what anybody thinks about you. When you're 60, you realize nobody's been thinking about you at all. People spend their days worrying and thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you probably. Quit allowing the automatic negative thoughts to invade your mind quit allowing this ant to burrow in and keep you from becoming who you were created to be don't let them invade your mind no one is thinking about you they're more than likely thinking about themselves why do we think everyone's looking at us so what do we do we need to go out there and we need to kill those ants. And you do what you know you are called to do. Just move past this. Quit worrying about other people's thoughts about you. They're not thinking about you. Hopefully they're thinking good thoughts if they're thinking thoughts. Don't let people put you in a box that is labeled limits. How many have moved? I have many times. You always have those descriptors on the box, you know, master bedroom, master bathroom, study, whatever. Some of us have set up boxes that say limits. And we've allowed ourselves to be limited by the perception or what we think is the perception of other people. Quit allowing yourself to be limited by what you think. It's not them, it's you. What you think they're saying about you or thinking about you. Go out and do what you're called to do. Don't let anything or anybody limit you. So kill the ants, the automatic negative 
thoughts. Get rid of them. Start today and go after it. I want to thank you for listening to the Darren Sargent Leadership Podcast, the podcast where you get life and leadership advice from a single-handed perspective. So glad that you've joined us today. Make sure to check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Darren Sargent Leadership. Also, let me tell you about the brand new podcast, Marriage Matters, with myself and my lovely bride, Dewana Sargent. That is available wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Marriage Matters. Go check it out. I think you'll be glad you did. Keep following us. A lot of great things in store. Thanks for joining this episode. We'll talk to you soon. Kill the ants.